Secret Friends Unite! Welcome to the Secret Friends Unite podcast, episode 408. This is your guide to the geek side. <laughs> and if you want to listen to our podcasts, you can subscribe to all of them on our network feed. Code 47 for Star Trek, uh, Holocron Chronicles for Star Wars, Co-op Mode for Video Games, and SFU Prime for all things geek. Once you've rated us uh, and recommended for others, then you can go and watch our podcast. See, apparently there's choreography in the background of some of these episodes. My background. Uh, you can see uh, certain people who are dog sitting uh, as they may in a different place. Um, <laughs> go to YouTube. Uh, rate us, subscribe, do all those things. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Todd Oxtra, joined by Charlie Carden. Hello. Yeah, my uh, the, my water jug, by the way, recognized by a famous celebrity earlier this week during an interview that we were doing. I can't tell you more. I didn't know that was a thing. Like water jugs are like. No, I, I went to take a Apparently. sip of water and the celebrity who you'll be hearing from <laughs> next week when we publish it uh, said, that's the biggest water jug I've ever seen. So, yay. I made it. It's legitimately huge. Re- recognize the su- That's like the tuck, the trucker. When you see truckers, they've got those like <laughs> huge mugs. And it's Truck. like. It's like the 84 ounce like thing right. from like the 7-Eleven that you exactly. don't refill with coffee. Yeah. There's another a Simpsons reference when Homer became a trucker. Lisa was riding with him, looked at his pet pills. It was like, ooh, trucker's choice. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, and someone who's not drinking in a ridiculously sized beverage container is KDQ. Welcome. I, I just have my normal can of bubbly, so. Ooh, bubbly, that's our preferred choice. <laughs> I have peach bubble, bubbly bubble. with honey. And oh. today I'm drinking sparkling ice lemonade. Gotcha. Which it didn't show up on your background. It was just like. <laughs> you don't know what I'm drinking. Yes. You don't know. <laughs> It could it's be vodka. Mystery. It is vodka. Oh, yes. Boy. So, uh, the, yeah, this is going to be our 2023 three preview uh, so it should be a lot of fun looking ahead we did a little bit of it last episode but this is going to be really everything coming which is going to be in the 2023 which should be a lot of fun everybody's take on that um but before we really get into the thing we've got a community question we want to get into we're supposed to do this last week charlie so Whoa. shame on us shame, shame. Uh, but i thought this was a pretty good one especially with, with katie being on we can kind of get her opinion of this but uh raw giver uh, he's been on the show before. He says, what's your opinion on leak culture? Do you feel it does more harm than good in all things geek where it's often rampant? So in regards to leaks, not, you know, these are kind of like something gets out there before it's really meant to. Right. Um, it's not necessarily rumors, but it's like, it's almost like spoilers before something comes out um, really far in advance. Like, I don't know. And, and I guess what would you consider a leak? Is it like someone took pictures of someone in costume in a thing? Oh, it looks horrible. Uh, like, blah, blah, like, and they have well, their opinion. Like Sonic the Hedgehog, which actually it, it did look horrible. Well, that wasn't really a leak because it was a trailer. That was the trailer. Yeah. It was the yeah. That was official. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, don't, I mean, I'm not thinking of a big, you know, leak. Is it story like, leaks? Is it story leaks? So, like, say, like, a movie. Here's the plot in advance. Right. It's a script, out. Gets, a yeah. script gets published or something. I, I don't know that that happens the way maybe it used to a lot in the old days. Um, I don't know. I can't think of a one singular one that really stands out <laughs> that's like that. But, yeah, I would definitely say it's not a good thing because, you know, people enjoy surprises and that's part of the thrill of watching any 
you know, movie, TV show, whatever it is, is to, is to have a surprise here and there. Um, cause leak culture leads, it's like a pre spoiler, you know, I don't think that that's a good thing. So I, I would, I would say it's definitely harmful. Yeah. And I feel like it maybe has changed a little bit since Endgame. Um, where before it was, everybody was constantly trying to find like every little tidbit beforehand. And then with Endgame and Marvel kind of creating that like sphere of silence around it. And with it being such a cultural phenomenon of like, please do not spoil anything for me because I haven't seen it yet. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that as far as like the geek community goes, that was probably the coolest. One of the coolest things about it is that there was just this like two week hush Mm -hmm. at least of like everybody just respecting everybody else and being like, we're not going to tell you what happened. I'm just going to tell you whether or not I liked it. And I feel like we've gotten more to where like the spoilers or the leaks are more rumors or it's like, Hey, we found out that like so-and-so is going to be playing this character. Like I remember when they said that they found out that like Titania was going to be in She-Hulk. Right. And I was like, I don't really consider like, yeah, I was like, okay, yeah, maybe they didn't quite mean for that to get out, but that's something that's just going to create buzz and press versus it being something that's like spoiled for me. Right. So. Yeah. So controlled and verified. And of course the rumor culture is completely out of control. There are yes. well-known clickbait sites and there's all kinds of social media, Twitter, Facebook, what have you, that there's all yeah. stuff running around. Somebody dropped something on Twitter. The, the MCU direct Twitter handle dropped. Oh, Robert Downey Jr. is back for um, uh, you know, Avengers Secret Wars and for blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, mm, I even replied to the guy. I'm like, mm, I don't actually see that on any other news outlet. So I'm going to say no. Or and, if and, he you know, is, it's going to be like, okay, yeah, probably because he's a scroll. Obviously, it's right. like it's yeah. gonna, there's going to be a very good reason. It's not going to be that like they're bringing back Tony Stark. It's going to be a different version. Right. So I think I think as far as like leak culture, I would say that the rumor culture around geek stuff is absolutely rampant and mm-hmm. really annoying because there's so many sites that make these clickbait articles and click. Like I remember when they were doing um, what if and. Um, Oh, what's his face? Tom Holland didn't voice Spider-Man. And they're like, Tom Holland's out of the MCU. And I'm like, no, he's not. (laughs) (laughs) Give him an inch, they'll take a mile. Yeah, exactly. And it was just this article being like, oh, well, he didn't voice his character. So, but he's, he's on for, you know, Spider-Man three. And like, then obviously he's not out of the MCU. He just didn't voice this. Like a lot of people didn't. It's fine. Mm -mm. Um, Well, I was thinking of like leaks when you see shots of like people on set, you see costumes and of course they don't look good because it's out of context. It might be like the version of the costume that they're using for something. And it's like, Oh, it's going to be horrible. Look at these costumes. Like you're you're taking it out of context. You're taking it with no, no, no actual finished footage. You've got a guy walking around smoking a cigarette, drinking a Starbucks (laughs) in his like battle suit. It just looks weird. Yeah. And it's a paparazzi shot from a tree three miles away. And he's, you know, standing next to a garbage can and it's just, you right with no context it's like well here's a guy who looks like he you know knocked over a cosplay shop or something it's just it's ridiculous so but gotta have those clicks it's all about mm-hmm. click click culture i'm sure yeah for the, yeah, yeah. And the i think legs. seeing those set shots are really cool and i think knowing like you said take it with a grain of salt of being like obviously this is unfinished you know they haven't taken it through special effects they're going to be putting finishing textures and lighting and all of that kind of stuff on it so like i remember they released um images of um uh, the Mighty Thor of uh, Natalie Portman as the Mighty Thor. And I thought those looked awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, just because like you could see her like bulking up, you could see like how much work she had put in to look like Thor. And I thought that was really, really cool. Like I love seeing those just because again, I think it's just more press and it's 
it's a really fun way to get kind of like a little bit of a teaser without giving too much away. Cause you don't know what the finished product is going to look like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Yeah. yeah. Leaks. Yeah. Like we said, I, there's so much secrecy in our own things. Leaks, like legitimate leaks just don't happen much anymore. Rumors, right. uh, spoilers. Right. That's another discussion because we right. know the problem with those. And um, we've, we've struggled with spoilers and things like that for when things come out, it's like, what's long enough. And it's like, well, if you're really that concerned, you probably see it right away. I get it. People can't, but it's like, right. unless you like mute Twitter, you stay off socials. Right. I, like I said, my famous one was I was spoiled on House of Cards and I was listening. I was watching something that was they never would cover spoilers, but it was on like Good Morning America or something like that. Some what? guy just said and then <laughs> some got tossed the girl into the train or whatever, you know, exactly. So, yeah, 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 yeah. you can only control that stuff so much. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I always <laughs> love it with those shows that don't normally cover it. And they'll be like and then they'll say like a bomb and they'll be like, oh, I guess spoilers. And I'm like, well, yeah, you, right, bro, you can't have the tag after the event right. like come on oh oh, did we say spoilers and like it's a spoiler (laughs) cast or it's you know it's just yeah and we call it we call it the spoiler cast but yeah i there is no barometer to spoiler culture you know as far as what's long enough there's just there's just no way you just i think everybody has to i think kind of a month is like the unspoken rule is a month and then at that point you just put like hey this is spoilers, spoilers ahead for this. Yeah. And then you can go ahead and like, that's all of the geek stuff that I've read. You mm-hmm. know, and I'm just talking about like geek culture, right? you know, or pop culture stuff. Well, at least um, in our discord, we have little separate spoiler channels for here's a spoiler for end or here's a spoiler channel for yeah. blah, blah, blah. And so, yeah, so don't just go remember, there. Just remember to mute those though. Cause if you don't mute those, if you have the, 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 the discord still gonna app, pop up. Yeah. it'll pop up and you're like, Oh crap. I didn't want that. I know, but, um, I know it's, it is, it's the never ending, <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because now Disney and like their movies, when they drop like the week, even after they're spoiling their own damn movies. I mean, yeah. it's like, which is just so dumb. They're just assuming people have seen it, you know, making bad assumptions. So anyway, well, cool. anyway, cool. Great question. And we definitely love to see more of that. I dropped something on Discord. I guess I forgot to check it to see if anybody, you know, had any thoughts about 2023 for us. So maybe I should look at that. While Todd, you tell us about this cover that you chose, which I don't know if I really have the words for what's going on on the, the cover of Human Fly number eight. From, I'm guessing, 1978, you have it right here. Yeah, I have not heard of this comic. And the great thing about when you just start over with numbers, you find the weirdest comics because most comics make it to, like, issue 10. So at least you're going to get a wacky cavalcade of, like, stuff you've never heard before. The Human Fly. I don't know anything about the Human Fly, but we got this great cover. Apparently, he's got, like, the side cape in his little corner bubble, but he's not wearing it in the cover. But he's riding a rocket skateboard apparently it's called mayhem at the metropolis metropolitan um he's the wildest superhero ever because he's real uh a charity stunt flings the fly into conflicts against the incredible copperhead who was a real villain uh and in the corner special guest the white tiger now the white tiger the white tiger i know because that was from peter parker's spectacular spider-man so that and and that was right around the same time that title launched in 76 so it's a couple years later but i don't know the human fly I know there was a copperhead who later went on to be in that Society of Serpents, which was this this serpent gang. It was big in Mark Grunwald's Captain America around the late 80s. But this is just so much. I can't believe Spider-Man's not in it because this is just totally his vibe. It's probably even the same artist, maybe the same writer. Uh, apparently he is 
there is a flashback of Spider-Man in this comic as well, Charlie. So it's got everything. (laughs) It's probably written by Jerry Conway or one of those big 70s Spider-Man writers. But The Fly was the Spider-Man villain. He was, you know, just like you expected a guy crossed over with the fly but this dude is you know what's what's going on with this and he he's what is he carrying like a a cane or something it looks I like mean, a, a cane with a like a gold bobble like, on, top. on the top of it yeah bobble bobble's a good word for that he's riding a like a like a flame surfboard it's it's pretty sweet he looks like i'm gonna say it looks like the human torch doing a bad cosplay of the silver surfer I, oh, there you go. That's a, that's a bad, <laughs> bad cross-up. And lots of 70s people are like, oh, this this dude right here, is, is what he's got something written on his T-shirt. I wonder if it's something something raunchy. You see this well, guy in, in the mid-frame? Oh and God. Copperhead, it's his first appearance, apparently. And I, this is not the Copperhead I thought it was, which was one of the Serpent Society. Exactly. So that's what I said. I don't yeah. even know what's happening in this comic. Yeah, I know. But, you know, it's... it's is it the same? Is it the same Copperhead from uh, Luke Cage that um, what's uh, Marshala Ali? Oh, might be, played? might be. That's that's. I might, a have good. Just, I might have just destroyed his name. I that, apologize. That's a, that's a good get. <laughs> Somebody on Twitter, add us, please, and let us know if you know our our complete lack of research has somehow rubbed you the wrong way, or if you're interested and want to learn more and want to fill us in uh, at Secret Friends. You, I'd love to hear. Oh no, that was Copper that. Mouth, wasn't it? It was Copper Mouth. Cotton, yeah, this cotton, is Cotton yes. Mouth. Cotton Mouth. And Mouth. There we go. This yeah. man is literally made of copper. So <laughs> wait, is Copperhead the molten man? Is Copperhead a villain in DC? Probably because I thought so. Yeah. Didn't he bite in the Justice League co- or cartoon? Didn't he bite super or bite Batman and poison him? Well, now Copperhead I'm just like is a snake a as well, so I think he'd also yeah. be part of the serpent. So I we don't know. We gave this good. comic way too We're much time. It's completely spinning out of control. <laughs> Well, let's not let it uh, take our time away uh, from our next exciting destination. we got to get down to the corner of Hollywood and Vine. Madam Webb, our 122-year-old news correspondent, awaits with all the hottest tips. So let's go. Now it's time for Madam Webb's rumors and news. Take it away, boys. Thank you, Madam Webb. It's almost 2023 when you're listening to this, Madam Webb. I don't know if you thought you'd live this long, but I'm assuming you're just happy to be alive in another year of getting underpaid by SFU. So thank you. Well, Todd, two things. A, she is listening to this in 2023 because it comes out in the future from when we're recording it. But her birthday is January 1, so she is 123. So Madam Webb, happy birthday. Let's give her another shiny loony that we stole out of Mark's wallet. (laughs) So she's so she's a New Year baby. Oh, she's wonderful. New Year, yeah, she's baby old New Year. Yes. <laughs> it's like that Rudolph, was it Rudolph's shiny New Year where it was baby New Year where they had to find the baby with the big ears? And, oh, yes, uh, yes, 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 yes. That was, classic, that was her. That classic. Was her. Oh, that was her. Oh, good. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> That's her origin they, um, story. They missed the uh, the spider powers that they that, that uh, baby New Year had in that one. Oh, my mm-hmm. goodness. That's it's her origin story. Wow. Who even knew? <laughs> I did not. It is incredible. Born in 1900. Old as Indiana Jones. Yes. So our first story this week is we've got this trailer for this movie it's called 65 it's got um kylo ren versus dinosaurs this movie is like the trailer is a bait and switch it starts off in outer space uh you've got um adam driver flying uh, looking to escape on a ship with a uh basically we don't know what's happening crash lands on a planet uh and then the flim flam happens you find out that he has gone back 
to Earth 65 million years in the past. So it's him with laser guns taking on dinosaurs. He finds another person. This looks awesome. I I don't even think. This is just Planet of the Apes meets Jurassic Park. Right, exactly. Well, but and 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 the dinosaur eats both of them. Crunch, crunch. Um, so <laughs> I, well, I, I was gonna say because I was hoping though, Katie, we aren't seeing dinosaurs wear like suits and things and being crazy. No, weird. oh no, that's that would have been better. Jurassic Park. I <laughs> yeah. think it would have honestly been better. This seemed like someone wanted to make another Jurassic Park movie, but wanted to have future tech in it, and we're so, trying to figure out how to make that happen. At I'm the signed end of up. It, at the end of it, does he, does he go back and he lands in front of what we see as the Lincoln Memorial and it's got a velociraptor head on it? So I hope so. Raptor Ham Lincoln. <laughs> not there you go. Yeah, not, not Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, that's awesome. When, when does uh, when when do we get? To, oh, geez, this is out in this is out at the end of this week. Uh, uh, well, it says uh, it's going na- national re- nationwide release January thirteenth. So oh, um, yeah, so this is going to be. In. I I'm mean, in. yeah. Is this Adam Driver's like first like um, I guess lead role like like he is an action guy now? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, he's he's had lots of lead roles, but yeah, as far as him being like he's trying to get into the you know Stallone Schwarzenegger space, who knows? Kind of yeah. cool. I mean, 65. they do because in the trailer you find that he finds this little girl and he's trying to like protect her. So I'm imagining they might lean into his more like emotional. Um, capabilities as far as acting goes to show maybe some dynamics between her and like father son role, which would be cool. I did watch the trailer and think of you, Todd, of just like, this just looks like stupid, dumb fun. I bet Todd is going to love this because I I can't imagine there's going to be much story to it, but it's just, you're going to, if you want to just watch someone shoot up some dinosaurs and all of that fun stuff. Yeah. With like weird, crazy future tech. This is your movie. <laughs> so where did the little girl come from? Did she, was she like awesome? They on had the ship people on the ship. Yep. He oh, had I think, okay. like 60 people in cryo. Oh, and then yeah, so, he so found the, the, one the, of them. The other 59, fuck them. They're dead. We don't care. We don't really know. They're, they're, everything else was on fire. That's okay. Yeah. Those are good that odds. Pretty much it. Those are good <laughs> odds. You got a one in 60 chance of surviving cryos. cryos yeah. Oops. Oh, I don't <laughs> like it. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's fun. Yeah, th- this will definitely be a go see. I'm, I'm totally down with this. So, oh, Todd, I remember when we started recording, I couldn't get you to watch a horror movie. Katie's just kind of on, uh, on her journey. Of, of doing horror movies, but now yes. science is getting involved. What's going on here, Todd? Yeah, I love this, that they are applying science to determine what the scariest movies of all time are. Um, and, and they're using, you know, essentially your, your reaction internally, you know, blood pressure, pulse, all of these things, perspiration probably, to figure out uh, what really is scary and seeing, you know, what, what your reaction is to something, which is great. It takes away the, you know, the, the more of like, well, was it a, a jump scare or is it more of a thriller or is it like, oh, creeps you out? Is it just gross? Um, this is really just saying from your body perspective. And this was um, uh, the creator of the study was Daniel Clifford. And he said, uh, with more people than ever facing Halloween at home, our science of scare study was designed to help people find the most scientifically scary films ever made to save th- them for the time of searching through thousands of titles. Interesting. So the study measured resting heart rates of 50 individuals of different ages while they watched over 100 hours of scary movies. When all that was said and done, the study determined a list of the 35 scariest movies at the top was Sinister, a movie I've never seen. Sinister. Sinister. What? 
Have I seen that I movie? What's, what's that one about? That is this movie with uh, Ethan Hawke, where he is a, a writer. He is renting a house that a murder occurred in. He then finds like mm. f- like eight millimeter film reels, and he starts watching it. And I've I've watched the was a hundred scariest moments on history uh, or, or of all time, and they showed this film, and it's creepy scary so basically wow. he's trying to get inspired because he's kind of been struggling by like real murders and death and this, this yeah. these, these, it's almost like snuff films of found footage but oh, of actual really like scary things happening in this house so so i'm not sure if it's part of like a series or anything it's tied to anything else but yeah uh, essentially yeah, no, i don't think i've seen that one but yeah that sounds that sounds terrifying but so hmm. the so the average heart resting heart rate of 50 individuals was 65 beats per minute during sinister the average jumped to 86 beats per minute which Ooh. equates to a 32 percent increase oh uh no other movie saw a higher rise in the average uh beats per minute uh 2010's insidious however was crowned the king of the jump scares as it had a particular scare that saw the average Average BPM rise to 133 beats per second during it. Holy crap! People I wonder, died. I mean, I, I know, I know, we've seen that movie. I don't, I don't even know if I remember the jump scare, but it must have been. Uh, I mean, th- those movies have great ones. You turn around, and you're like, you close the door, and you're like, Wah! you know, it's that mm-hmm. kind of deal. So, mm. okay. Mm-mm. So, rounding out the rest of the top ten, The Conjuring came in third, Hereditary, Hereditary in fourth. Paranormal Activity in 5th, It Follows 6th, uh, Conjuring 2 took home 7th place, while The Babadook, The Descent, and The Visit were crowned 8th, ninth, and 10th. I would say all of those were like decent horror films. No oh, no I'd like schlock. So. No schlock. Right. No no the stuff. Right. No uh, gremlins. Or not gremlins. Uh, what is it? No, Troll. no gremlins. <laughs> Troll. <laughs> all the, the leprechaun. So of, so of these, so Katie, you're on your journey with horror what do you feel like right now is you would deem the scariest or the movie that like brought out a visceral most visceral reaction in you i've actually seen the baba duke that's the most recent one that i've watched um and i do love that it's made the top 10 list um that one was definitely the scariest as far as the ones that i have watched um i feel like that one gave me the most like woo um but also i just loved the themes of like generational trauma and you know mental illness and having to cope with those continually versus it being something that's just like oh no and now the monster's dead no now lives in your basement and you have to deal with it repeatedly because it does impact the entire family if you don't yeah oh good family togetherness let's go find family togetherness yeah okay okay. it's good um so i know that as far as ones that aaron has talked about he i know that hereditary and it follows are i believe in his top 10 and I do believe that he has watched Sinister. Ooh. Um, and they do mention Midsummer, which I know he's watched and told me that I cannot watch. Yeah, that, <laughs> sounds, that sounds not so great. Todd, we ought to slap Sinister on the uh, in 2023 on, on our October, you know, spookathon. Because I don't know. I, I mean, if it doesn't kill us. Well, let me get my mm-hmm. heart monitor set up. <laughs> yeah, right. Let me get, so let, me get <laughs> let me get my, my, my nitroglycerin pills. Yeah. Oh you know, that gosh. would be fun if you did wear a heart monitor during that, like have your Apple Watch or something oh set up gosh. so you could record your yeah. beats per minute and see Ooh. which one actually caused your highest like oh my gosh. Um, raise in heart rate. Oh my gosh. Um, it's it's science. Yeah, quick aside, <laughs> the latest Simpsons uh Halloween episode had the Babadook 
like a take on that. <laughs> it was really good. I, I really enjoyed it. They did a great uh, episode this year. They did yeah. some really cool stuff. So highly recommend right. it. I just love that the Babadook is a bi icon. That's my favorite. Oh, really? My <laughs> yeah. It oh, started man. as a joke because um, the Babadook doesn't exist. Neither do bisexuals. So that's what everybody <laughs> would joke that the B in LGBT was because of it was it stood for Babadook because oh we don't gosh. exist. Oh my <laughs> the Oh my it's goodness. so flattering, the Babadook. It's yes, so oh flattering. Gosh, yes, <laughs> my sexuality is generational trauma. Oh my! Gosh. <laughs> Holy cow! Ooh, All right. I'm going I'm to take Charlie's moving on, glossing <laughs> over and moving on. Oh my gosh! So, Todd, you're you're a big Harry Potter person. April's a big Harry Potter person. I am by by uh, association. Uh, Kv, where do you land with Harry Potter? Um, I'm Ravenclaw. Oh, okay. So she, she, she took it to the next level. I was just asking if you liked it. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, with everything going on uh, at yeah, Warner Brothers Discovery and with issues with J.K. Rowling in the last few years that we don't need to get into in terrible depth and the, I think, relative relative failure of the, the new trilogy that they tried to launch. I don't know how that did. I know that nobody is raving about it. I know I didn't see the last one of the, what was the... Wonderful Beast, they're in the case or something. The case. Yeah. Yeah. I saw the first two and then I just hated how they were making the characters do things that seemed completely counterintuitive to mm-hmm. how they had behaved. Right. Um, so I did not bother seeing the third. Exactly. Yeah, right. I haven't anyway. either. Yeah, yeah. None of us have seen the third. So, yeah. But, but th- this is I've talking heard about. I heard it's yeah. the best of the, of the three, but I'm like, that's saying like it's. Well, see, and I really yeah. enjoyed the first one. I thought the first oh, really? one was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but at any rate, this is uh, talking about, and again, it's from a rumor, but it, it does cite a source close to, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We're just going to call it a rumor of a, of a, as I've mentioned, a dump and scrub, which is a, a term that used uh, in my family business growing up when you completely dumped all the chemicals out of a photo processor and loaded mm-hmm. it again. So basically starting, uh, starting the franchise all over again, if you can imagine it. Now we had the first Harry Potter movie in 2001, if I'm not mistaken. So, yes. you know, hey, that's less that's, you know, less often than how they reboot Spider-Man. So it, it has, a <laughs> you know, it has a possibility. But, yeah, I mean, uh, the effective lifeline of, you know, without working with any of the heritage characters, which is not something they've talked about, rebooting it seems like it would be a pretty natural direction to go, don't you think? I feel like they're misunderstanding why Harry Potter isn't doing well right now. We don't need a reboot. <laughs> well, I mean, what I mean, I, I mean, Tad, you're a fan as well. What I mean is, is a reboot needed, or can they do something? I mean, if they just bring back, is could they do like a Star Wars sequel trilogy? Let's just focus on the first segment, which is the one that most people like. Do you think? Do you think that would be more successful? I mean, it, it's a, it's a world. I mean, that's the thing. It's yeah. like it's the world if it's rich enough uh, ha- can have lots of cool stories not related to just Harry Potter. Um, right. The world Which came is- before and after, and we know with you, know, you guys love Star Trek. I, lo- I enjoy Star Trek. They've gone in the past. They've gone in the future. Right. I, I think if the world is strong enough, I, I thought. Uh, and it's funny because IGN did like their April Fools' jokes, and they did a, um, a basically a fake trailer for a series on the is it the inquisitors i'm trying to remember the the group of 
uh, basically cop police, the the uh, magic well, police, the, the police cops, yeah, yes, police cops. Mm-hmm. yes. I, and I thought that was kind of a cool idea where they would investigate crimes of the magical kind and what is going on and um or even and, and it's funny because we're getting a, a, a hogwarts legacy game where essentially you are a student at hogwarts you're not harry potter you're just a student having an adventure learning your path and i'm like i think there's a lot of cool pockets um maybe even go to a different school don't go to hogwarts go to the, one of the other mm-hmm. magic schools well, that's, yeah. that's what i feel like they try to dabble with in in the fantastic beast because you know those Wizards and Witches were from America, and they made mention of whatever the hell school that was, but they didn't do anything with it. Or at least, maybe they did in the third movie, but by then I was like, eh, you know, it just didn't I, I think they just tried to replicate Voldemort with another bad guy, and they had to stop right. him. And oh, that's boy. Yeah, and that's a, it was thrilling. more, yeah, it was more like the setup to, like, what, like, how Voldemort came to be, and what was, like, the precursors of the Deathly Hollows type of movement or the Death Eaters movement mm-hmm. and like the wizarding first type of gotcha. mentality. Gotcha. Yeah. So, but anyway, you know, it, it, obviously it's a huge hot property. It's big at Universal Studios. Todd, is this one that you saw when you were down there? Cause you were down there. Oh, absolutely. It's, yeah. it's, it's mm-hmm. one of the first parks that truly tried to build a, like you're walking into that world. Star Wars has done it since it's wonderful. Yeah. If you're a fan of, of Harry Potter at all, it's mm-hmm. it's worth going. It's so much fun. You can interact with world. You get your wand, which I have my wand, and um, yeah, it's it's, <laughs> right. it's great. Yeah, my my and my. I, yeah, I really I really really love Harry Potter. I really enjoyed them. Like I was reading them as the books came out, and I just don't know if they'll be able to do anything truly successful and new with J.K. Rowling still yeah. being attached to it. Yeah, that, and that's uh, that's going to be the hard part. Is it seems like. Unless they get her out of it, then there's a lot of individuals, you know, myself included, where I'm like, I love that, but I'm not going to be consuming any officially licensed content anymore just yeah. because I know that that's going to ultimately go back to her. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's so, like Star Wars with Lucas, right? Lucas right, was going to have right. a certain vision of Star Wars, and as long as he was mm-hmm. in control, that's kind of what you're getting now with Disney. They can yeah. do different things, whether you like right. it or not. At least it's different voices and right. stories. Correct. Yeah. And, you, and you said in voices. Just, yeah, more than yeah. one. Someone just needs to buy the licensing out from her and just get her out of it. Right. Otherwise, I don't know if it'll really be able to continue to be successful. It's always going to. It's always going to have that, that anchor attached to it with her and her, you know, mm-hmm. toxic cloud. Yeah. So anyway, obviously, we don't have any firm on this, but as always, as things develop, we will bring it to you. So, Todd, I did this next one for you. Thank you, Charlie. Um, Apparently, uh, there are more uh, of the MCU specials planning to to launch. After two successful specials, including Werewolf by Night and the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, Mm -hmm. um, it, it essentially, I think, has really captured the attention to say we can tell very tight smaller stories to introduce characters in a very entertaining way um where you can really capture excitement the core of the character uh and introduce them without having to develop an eight episode long arc where it lags it gets it's it's okay there's some good episodes yeah. one or two episodes it doesn't it's a, it's hit the landing. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I think, um, and and this makes a lot of sense because Marvel has a billion D characters, and mm-hmm. uh, let's be honest, not everybody deserves their own series, but can be supporting characters <laughs> and interesting oh. stories. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So this is a great way to introduce more and more characters in a way that um, you don't have to have watched eight episodes of something to kind of get a feel for the character, which I think is awesome. Um, now at this point, we could see that with more spinoffs of the characters that were introduced, including man thing and also bloodborne. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, essentially this opens the door to introduce other characters within the, the call it the midnight suns universe, which could be, well, blades getting a movie, iron hearts getting her own movie, but we could get like um, other characters within that, like Johnny blaze ghost Rider, Right. Right. Mm-hmm. They're not bringing Nicholas cage back for that. Sorry, folks. Oh man. Back. But but he has the what was he the immeasurable talent or whatever what is he the unbearable weight of super duper talent what was that yes. movie he was in yes yeah that's yes. the one Charlie his exact title uh, yeah uh, but yeah I mean so I think this is a cool format that I would love to see more done with it um, Katie we I, I don't know if you've watched both of them or not oh yes absolutely um, and I think Werewolf by Night that is my probably my second favorite um, Marvel press or. Uh, product at this point. Yeah. Um, beat now only by She-Hulk. Uh, just because mm-hmm. the story was fantastic. The acting was spot on and just absolutely fantastic. All of the characters just chewed the scenery that they were in and just the homages to classic horror in the way that it was done was absolutely wonderful. Um, so I would love to see just the allowance of more creativity in the way that they're making stuff. So it doesn't have to be kind of that cookie cutter type Marvel product. And I think we are seeing more of that, you know, with She-Hulk and with Werewolf by Night, they definitely branched out from that kind of like beat A, beat B, beat C, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. of what you have to do. So I would be absolutely thrilled if they're like, you know, let's, let's step out of the box. People seem to be enjoying these and let's see what we can do with it. Rock and roll. Good deal. Well, cool. cool. Yeah. That, those are some of the bigger successes, I think, that they've had um, since they've been on TV, those little shots. So um, Star Wars news, Todd. And this is what I miss. I feel like I missed this from what was only a week ago. But, uh, yeah, I, you know, I was never big on that. What the hell was that Scott Pilgrim movie? But Mary Elizabeth Winstead was the star of that. And that's what I remember from it. And now they're talking about her maybe being Harrison Dula in Ahsoka. So, and I know, Katie, this is really right on your buzz because you, you love Ahsoka. You know, you're a very big Clone Wars kind of person. So what would you think about this as casting? I love it. Give her blue contacts. I love it. Yes, indeed. The big, the big <laughs> leku. So, Todd, you enjoyed Rebels, as I recall. You know, I, bit, I did. I, I, I liked Rebels far more than Clone Wars. It just Clone Wars was not my 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 bag of tricks. But I liked Rebels because it was new characters. Didn't know what was going to happen. They added a lot of mythology. I thought they did some really cool things. Um, and yeah, I mean, this is pretty cool. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. It's funny. She's a she's an actress that is embedded in a lot of things, but she's not really had that one like big outstanding yeah. role. Exactly. Um, she was in. Um, God, Cloverfield, the, the ten Cloverfield Lane. She was uh, her and her and John Lithgow. Or John oh, that's Lithgow. right, exactly. John that's she, yeah, she's she's so good when you see her, but sometimes you're like, oh yeah, I don't remember what she's been in. Um, she's she's mm-hmm. the that chick version of oh, it's that guy. 
Oh, okay. There you go. Um, but I, I, I did not know this, but she was, speaking of things I didn't know, she was in or didn't remember, she was in Death Proof uh, with Rosario Dawson. I think she was in that that um, scene where was it Kurt Russell, where he's like the, the race car driver who, you know, I wants know the to kill movie, people I, in the car. I, I, I yeah. know the movie, but I haven't seen. Is that the one where the the, the girl has an M sixteen as a leg, or is that no, something? no? That's that's part of the 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 whole uh, yeah, the machete. Scene. Yeah, but yeah, the death proof was one. Of the Kurt Russell was basically a race car driver who built a car that was death proof, and he would like put people in the car with him, but their seat wasn't death proof. So then he would like crash and they die. It was oh very weird. Very, oh, very weird. Talk about the devils in the details. Death proof. <laughs> oh, it, so weird. Read the, read the fine print. But they have <laughs> acted together, so this is cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm all for this, and I am curious about the Ahsoka story because that is supposed to be in time with – uh, Bandalorian, right? It's not going to be like flashbacks. Yes. It's going to be like current time. Well, I mean, there's yeah. there's always a propensity for flashbacks, but the no story back itself, to tank backs. Yes, <laughs> but, but yeah, no back to tank fever dreams. Ooh, yeah, exactly. Where you're dreaming about Tuscan Raiders or whatever. So, um, yeah, but this is this is good. And Ahsoka is one of the properties we're getting out of Star Wars this year. Um, it's Mando and this, and then Bad Batch is coming back. Katie, I know, I know you love Bad Batch. That's going to that's be, be back uh, the week that you're listening to this episode. If you listen to it when it comes out, so uh, we will be talking about that over in Holocron. And I bet we'll get Katie involved. I just have a feeling, possibly, possibly. <laughs> so anyway, well, cool. Well, that wraps up the news, Todd. It's time to get out the the, the Fuber app, the Feeble Uber app, because uh, we don't want to pay the real rates. It's time to get down to the Geek Easy down in Nastyville to talk about what we're enjoying. So let's go. Talk nerdy to me. Talk nerdy to me. We're sitting in the Geek Easy. Drinks are poured and we are ready to get our nerd on. Katie, you are first. Yes. So uh, I actually, it took me a second because I'm like, what am I doing right now? And I realized I just started the audiobook of Children of Blood and Bone, um, which was written by uh, Tommy... Ademia? Ademia? I don't know exactly how to pronounce her last name. Um, and it's narrated by, I think, um, Vani uh, Turpin. Uh, and it is an absolutely awesome book. So far, I think I'm only like five chapters in. So, But so far, it's been a really great kind of uh, magical realism type of deal. Um, I don't want to go into too much, um, like, uh, spoilers. But I would say, yeah, if you like kind of magical stuff do it just magical do it. stuff just do it <laughs> read the book or do magic what well, yes why, and why and why yeah. wouldn't you Mag- yeah i mean long and long and short of it is that there is it's set kind of in a fictional country um kind of with like an african vibe um because tommy is from uh she's a nigerian american and there is this group or subset of people in the um, world that are born with white hair. They're said that they're touched by the gods and these different, there's 10 different tribes that had different abilities based on which God they were, you know, quote unquote touched by or which one they served and they were magi. And when they turned 15 or when they turned 13, then they would start their training. But something happened where the King actually like wiped out magic and like killed everyone who was magic and they became kind of second class citizens. Whoopsie. So you're following, yeah, you're following this, um, this girl as this, you know, un- as all of this kind of plays out and 
she's a diviner. She's trying to learn like what happened and all of that kind of cool stuff. So definitely really, really good. I would say if you liked ones like Binti or any of the other ones um, or the Witch of Asante, I believe it's called, uh, I would definitely say that this one is right up your alley. Nice. And then I'm also rewatching She-Hulk because that's my comfort show. There you go. Oh, cool. oh, hold on. Todd Ta- Ta doesn't believe in comfort shows. Back off. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> do what you um, want. Do what oh, you want. This she I, I didn't realize I was she saying something so controversial. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm just a firm believer that I just I, – I don't rewatch stuff. I just don't. There's just not enough time in like life to like – rewatch stuff so i just don't I, for See, me for me i feel like it's it's just the, the star treks even though i've seen them a million times but we do it for the show and so but even then i'm doing other shit because i'm like yeah i've watched this episode forty thousand times but i gotta make sure i'm on the button but yeah i don't i, I much less certainly than i used to so because of the the deluge of content that charlie says before. everybody does i'm like i think some people do some people don't i think the both think- majority of people don't really because they just aren't that passionate about something watching it over and over again. I think most people <laughs> fall in the trap of they're right in the middle. They may watch something sec- twice. But if if yeah. if you have kids like Mark here, what, what's that show? Bluey. You have to watch Bluey. Oh, yeah. Well, I watch, <laughs> if you ask me about the Wiggles, how many times I watched oh. all the Wiggles, I every, will tell you a lot. Every Not segment be- of to- every segment of Thomas the Tank Engine because of my yeah. kids. Yes, all, all all three of my sons. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right. So, uh, Todd, finally, and it was not only you saying it, but it was my, my, my very old friend, Tammy said, Oh, I saw this. You got to go see it. Violent night. We went and saw that the other evening. What a fun romp that has now found its way onto our Christmas list. I don't know if that would be described as fun romp. (laughs) Have you seen it or you just, you're just aware of it? Oh, um, Aaron saw it, so I know about it. Oh, okay. Uh, but I have not had a chance to you, see it. But I do were, believe that's just Santa Claus going on a murder spree, isn't it? it was, it's Santa you know, Claus Die Hard. It's Santa Claus and Die Hard. Yeah. That's exactly Very much what so. it is. Yeah. Yeah. What's funny is that, because obviously April and I saw it together, and she was like, I didn't see trailers or anything. So even just from the poster, I thought it was like Santa was the villain just going around killing <laughs> yeah. people. And I'm like, I'm like, well, you know, I, I said, well, I have a little bit more context out of it because, you know, we talked about the trailer like two, three months ago, and then Oxtra went to go see it. Um, but it was it was great. It had a lot of um, really not a lot of names in it besides Leguizamo, uh, who was the villain, Scrooge. Uh, and then, of course, Santa himself was David Harbour from Stranger Things. And then you had uh, Beverly D'Angelo was the, the, the wicked mother uh, who the spoilers, sorry, uh, on Christmas night, which really you get the context from the trailer. This wealthy family is being ripped off by this team of villains, just like in Die Hard, and the real honest god Santa Claus, who has a bit of a drinking problem, is delivering presents at the same time in, in another level of this great compound where this crime is happening, and gets trapped because his reindeer gets spooked and they take off. So uh, then he has to kind of rediscover his origins. He's really a Norwegian warlord from a thousand years ago. Didn't really touch that origin, but maybe that's for the sequel. <laughs> No, no. There's uh, actually it, a comic. There's actually a comic called Claws that kind of touches on that uh, no. as well. Yeah, but uh, no, it was great. Um, the the violence doesn't stay doesn't stay graphic. It gets little touches because eventually Santa gets his hands on a sledgehammer, which was his you know his ancestral weapon, uh, and that that gets a little grungy. And there there may also be a, a, a snowblower involved that might be one of the assassins going into it. Uh, I don't know, but at any there's, rate, 
And there's we a bit of Home it. Alone in it too, with the kid, right. which I thought was funny. Quite literal, but a lot more vicious. Because uh, yeah. that sucks. Because when the, that Home Alone, but that was the exact moment I had to get up and use the bathroom, so I didn't see the first guy do anything but fall down and get the nail in his face. But I assume it got worse from there. Um, but yeah, I um, it's on the it's on the Christmas list now, uh, right up there with Die Hard, even though it's like I said, a little bit more more visceral. So um, yeah, I'd recommend it. It was a good time. So Todd. At my recommendation, did you watch Clerks 3 because it's on VOD? I haven't, but I'm going to. You should. Well, I will, I will not say a ton. Uh, this is uh, – Kevin Smith is a weird animal. We've talked about it a lot. We talked about Clerks a lot. Couldn't even lure Katie into watching 1994's independent film Clerks because as we ended up talking about it, it's just not – not really a holding up kind of film, but it's very, it's very, it's very special to Todd and I because we were in college when it was going on, and these characters, the characters Dante and Randall in it, are just a couple of years older than us, so we're really kind of the same in their geeks because they talk about Star Wars and stuff. But in the second Clerks film, uh, Dante and Ron- Randall went into business and they they bought the the Quick Stop, which was you know the place they worked in the first film that had burned down. They rebuilt it, and then this jumps forward fifteen years, and and you're learning about what's going on in their lives and what we got from the trailer. So Todd, I won't you know, spoil anything you didn't see in the trailer is that um, Randall, uh, the, one of the two main characters has a heart attack, which is what happened to Kevin Smith in real life. And then he wants to make a movie of his life. And then that's, that's really where the film goes. Um, there are a lot of, grown moments where Kevin Smith is bringing in, you know, his cronies like Ralph Garman, who I absolutely cannot stand because he's super one note. I can't, I listened to that podcast for a long time until it was just absolutely beat for beat, the same shit, all the same impressions, all the same this and that. I just couldn't take it anymore. Um, But the film does have a lot of heart, particularly around Dante's character. And there's a twist at the end that, that is kind of heartbreaking that I didn't see coming. Um, so I would recommend it. It's on video on demand. I did purchase it. I'm not giving you my password, everybody, but you know what? Go out there and <laughs> support an independent filmmaker and someone who made what in some ways I feel like was one of the better things that, that I think he's ever made. So yeah. It's good to hear. Cause I know you kind of soured on him, and I've literally walked away from most of this movies because I, I just feel like he just does what he wants regardless <laughs> yeah. of quality. And um, I, I had heard good things about this one was more like heartfelt personal, yeah. which I'm like, that's good. That's what you yeah. should do as a, a filmmaker. Try to do as things a, that are you know, yeah. personal and heartfelt. Exactly correct. So yeah, so I would I would recommend it. So um, Todd, segueing into you, we we both managed to get this movie in, and this was one that I missed in the theaters because I'm like, babe, we got to go see it, and we were ready to go see it the day after it was gone because it was almost in theaters for a week. Okay, I haven't seen it yet, so no spoilers. No spoilers. Oh, okay, no spoilers. All right. We'll keep yeah, it uh, so Glass Onion. This is the rare movie that I actually watched with my whole family wow. uh, and my mom as well. So it was kind of fun because. Uh, I had seen it, had seen Knives Out. This is uh, essentially the Benoit Blanc series of movies, which I think uh, Ryan uh, would rather have them called than a Knives Out movie. I think it's right. Really, yeah, yeah they, and, and there's a bit, there was a bit of a flap around that because yeah. – that's how Netflix took the marketing. He's like, that's not, I, that's not what I wanted. Yeah, you don't blah, have, blah. yeah, you don't have like Agatha Christie novels like called like a certain series with it's Miss Marple or if it's this. It's just these are the series of mysteries with a specific detective. You know, you could call them the Poirot mysteries or the Marple mysteries if you yeah, wanted right. to. And I think that would be a better thing. Is like this is the Benoit Block. Blanc mysteries, which would be cool. Right. But yeah, this is essentially another story of Benoit Blanc. It's it takes place. 
not not really a spoiler, Katie, but does happen around uh, COVID as a part of it. So it's mm-hmm. really embracing that reality. And uh, it's 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 kind of a goof movie. I mean, we've got a great cast. Um, it's, you know, once again, bringing people together, a murder happens. And that's mm-hmm. really all I really want to say from a plot perspective. But we get some really good performances from a lot of different actors and actresses. Um, we get a little bit more about Benoit's like real life, which when you see that part, you're like, Oh, that's kind of cool. And, uh, this is really, I would say, uh, Janelle Monet is probably is, this is probably the biggest role she's had, mm-hmm. um, in regards to getting to showcase herself. I mean, she's kind of a multi-tier talent. Um, and she, she definitely takes, makes the most of the role. Um, and I will say this, Edward Norton, man, that guy, when he just embraces something and just wants to do a certain type of character, he really goes after it. I'm glad he doesn't take himself seriously anymore, mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. great. And he just has a lot of fun with it. So I think, um, and I would say this, I did not think this was as good as knives out. I don't know why, but for some reason good, but just, I don't know something about knives out just did some really cool things. Um, this one, um, you really have to really go, okay, I get it. Yeah. I'm along yeah. for the ride a little bit more. Um, and, and it does really harp on kind of, let's put it this way. Douchey, uh, big company execs is a big theme of this movie. Not so you'll notice all, all t- touching upon anything going on in the world right now. No, no. So <laughs> this one might feel a little bit less timeless yeah. in a, in a, in a, in a, in a viewpoint that it might be right. like, 10 years later, I don't know if everybody would get all of the jokes because some of those things right. are ephemeral like, oh. where they're just going to go away and you don't remember them. So right. there is a bit of recency in this movie that I don't know. And that's probably maybe where it kind of pulled me out a little bit, but they do a good job with it. And right. Dave Batista, man, what a nice guy. Yeah. Such a, <laughs> so, nice, such a nice guy. Yeah. Such a nice I, man. I enjoyed it very much uh, as much as I enjoyed, you know, Knives Out. Ryan Johnson um, gets all the vitriol obviously from the community for people who are butthurt about the last Jedi, blah, 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 whatever, yada, 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 super talented guy. And he, this was written and directed. So this is 100% his, his baby. Uh, so he does good work. He's a talented guy brought in a great cast. Uh, Kate Hudson, uh, the woman who played Agatha on the WandaVision. Catherine Hahn. Catherine Hahn. Thank you. Um, yeah. Like you said, Batista Ed Norton, uh, Janelle Monae, just one, just a wonderful cast. They all played their bits and pieces. Um, lots of twists and turns. There was no clear villain. Like, oh, it's definitely so and so, or you know, a lot, a lot of different ways to toss this up and down. Um, yeah, you know, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, and I would watch again. But yeah, the the timelessness of it is is somewhat in doubt when you compare it to you know potentially Knives Out. Not that he wants anybody to compare it to Knives Out. Whoops, sorry. Very good. Check it out on Netflix. Uh, it's well worth watching. So, Katie, hopefully you'll get to see that soon. Yes, I am very much looking forward to it. And once I get home, I know Aaron wants to watch it, but I've been away for like two weeks. So we haven't been able to watch any of the movies that we've wanted to watch together. So, um, But we very, very much enjoyed Knives Out, the you know the original, I guess we can say. So I'm very excited to see that they have kind of made a spiritual sequel to it. Excellent. Uh, and then lastly, I watched the first episode of... Uh, call it a mini series. It's four episodes long. And that is the Witcher blood origin. Uh, this is a, it's basically the, the setup is kind of cool. So if you're a big fan of the Witcher, um, it does the, the, the series, it takes in 
Yaskir, who's essentially a bard. Um, he's buddies with Geralt Arivia. And the premise is very quickly set up where essentially is there is a, I guess it'd be an elf mage played by, um, oh, I'm blanking her name from Goodwill Hunting, the brunette. Oh, Mini I Driver. know who it is, Mini Driver. There you go. Playing an elf who essentially tasks Yeskir with composing a ballad or a song of a forgotten tale to bring back the memory of a, a, a certain thing that happened in elf history. So I thought that was a cool way of setting up kind of like now it's a prequel and it happens 1200 years in the past. Essentially that's setting the stage to talk that's about. Me. That's the only kind of doable prequel is something that's so far back that it's not going to be like, and here's exactly. so-and-so and blah, 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 this thing and made Lando a sandwich or something. You know what I mean? It's just exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think we're seeing more of those where it's like the Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power did that, where there's like a billion years in the past. Same thing with House of Dragons, millions of years in the past. We're going right. to see that with Star Wars with um, the, high, well, not High Republic, the Acolyte, which I think right. is in around the High Republic era, so, which yeah. is 100, 200 years, which is good. Um, but this one does a pretty good job. So it's essentially, uh, and, he, and even Yaskier says when he gets the, the, the summary of the plot that uh, Vinny Driver gives him, he goes, oh, well, we've heard that plot a million times. And he goes, well, what about this, this, and this? He goes, nope, those are all new things we haven't heard about. So I, I like what this is doing so far. It does look a little on the cheap when I looked at mm. it. I'm like, hmm. Yeah. But the dialogue's pretty good. The action's Fairly well done. Uh, Michelle Yeoh is a main character in this, which is cool. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, and it's only four episodes long, so I think it, it's not going to probably outstay its welcome, which is exciting for me. And I like The Witcher, and they're really Netflix is, doesn't own a lot of IP, and because yeah. they kind of do kind of own the the stories based on the books, this is mm -hmm. their way to really establish something. So, I, so far, I'm intrigued to see where it goes. Yeah. It does. The first episode does take a turn. I'm like, oh. That's an interesting approach. So mm. um, if you're interested in fantasy with a different take, um, this may be an interesting uh, like standalone for you. It doesn't require you to have watched The Witcher or read the books or the games. So this might be a good way to um, get into this type of uh, you know property. I mean, I might give it a stab. I like four episodes because then you don't feel like, oh, God. And then the, having the lack of commitment to the lore or this and that, because obviously anything like that. I think maybe that's where I got hung up trying which route the first time. I was like, oh, boy. And you know fantasy is not my jam, but I tried. Yeah. But the, first, it, the first season, which is iffy, it, it, it yeah. does a lot of timey, timey, wimey things. Um, yeah. It gets better halfway through. But once again, it's a commitment. Yeah. Commitments. Oh, my goodness. Well, all right. Well, that takes us out of the geek easy. See, I'm practicing. I'm not, I'm not mixing up my segments no more. Um, but it is time, as the time comes, got to get down to land down under, get out that air Qantas app. It's time for the Thunderdome. Tina and the Mutants Await, where we do our 2023 preview. Let's go. Welcome to another edition of Thunderdome. <laughs> Thank you, Tina. We're sitting in the Thunderdome where the mutants have been gathered for a topic or a game to be entertained. And this week, we're looking ahead to 2023 and all the things we're going to be seeing, as far as we know now, in comics, movies, and TV. Uh, Mark and I just did one on video games, so if you want to learn about what's coming out in 2023 in video games, listen to Co-op Mode, which will be dropping uh, most likely tomorrow rather than not today. And if you're listening to this now, it's out. So <laughs> check it out then. 
Look how quickly time passed. <laughs> yes. So we're going to start with comics. Uh, so thanks to Book Riot, they actually have a nice little snapshot of things that are coming out in 2023. Um, one of the first things called Archie versus the World. Uh, this is Archie and Veronica and the rest of the gang are familiar to all of us, but now imagine them in a post-apocalyptic fight of their lives. It's somewhat bewildering, nonsensical, and brilliant, all the same. But don't, maybe don't tell Grandma that this is what Archie is up to these days. I love the cover of this. It looks awesome. I would definitely check this out. I'd say so. Yeah, I'll tentatively, yes. <laughs> Intrigued. All right. Now, this is another one called Lazarus Planets by DC, uh, by Mark Wade, which I really love. And this is essentially, it's kicking off from Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths. And it's all about a Lazarus volcano exploding. If you know anything about the Lazarus pits, now we've got a Lazarus Ooh. volcano. Guys, I am aghast, but not surprised. <laughs> I, 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 DC stuff is hard to grab me, so afraid not. I feel like they've jumped the volcano on this one. (laughs) Probably. Probably. Yep. Uh, uh, and then we got Torrent, a new book by Mark Guggenheim. Uh, says, uh, this is by Image. Uh, and it's basically, uh, it's a new series kicking off a new superhero universe. This story focuses on the hero Cracker Jack, at least. She's a hero until tragedy pushes her too far. Image does some really cool books. Oh my! That oh. sounds great. I'm gonna. I, I want to read it. All right. I, all right. I, I, I will listen to a summary. It's coming in February, so look for it there. Uh, hopefully, it'll come to Comicsology as well, because that's uh, that's a good way to read comics. Uh, Charlie, next one: Captain America: Cold War by Colin Kelly, uh, and basically, it's got uh, Steve Rogers, Sam Wilson. Uh, they're colliding. Uh, essentially, uh, Wakanda Nomad Bucky and the Outer Circle will also play roles in the crossover comics coming in 2023. Ooh, a crossover event. I would love to get back onto Captain America, so who knows? Maybe this could be it. Nothing is stopping you. Maybe eventually, but for now, pass. All right. Fair. Uh, we get Green Lantern, uh, Hal Jordan by Mariko Tamaki. Great writer. Uh, this is awesome. Uh, basically, we're finally getting Hal Jordan back in a series. His last series was by Grant Morrison. It was really too weird for me. It was like a space cop, but he did some odd things. So I'm glad we're getting more of, of this, but um, he's trying to find his place uh, among the Green Lantern Corps and among Earth's heroes. John, uh, John um, Stewart has really been kind of the lead Green Lantern, so it's good to see Hal back as well. Uh, I think they're, you know, that's a great thing about the Green Lantern. They have so many of them that they all get to shine in their own way with Green Light. Did you like how I did that? The green light shining. I could jump in on this. <laughs> I like me some Green Lantern. Yeah. Uh, then we got Light Carries On by Ray Nadine. This is Dark Horse it's coming out in April. Cody is dead. Queer punk rocker who haunts Leon. Of course, Leon has no idea until he uses a borrowed antique camera, discovers a ghostly image is there. Cody doesn't know how he died, and so he lists Leon's help to solve the mystery. Yes, that looks this cool. As a photographer and also as queer, I want this. I think th- I think this looks like a, a hipster masterpiece. I'm all over it. Hipster masterpiece. <laughs> Char- yes, Charlie 100%. knows his hipsters. <laughs> Clearly, Katie wears a fedora every day. We can tell. <laughs> to one side, exactly. Uh, Superboy, the Man of Tomorrow by Kenny Porter. Um, this is part of the dawn of DC, so it's going to be new comics that are coming out, focusing on different characters. Connor Kent is an old character back in the day when remember the reign of Superman. This was oh, one yes. of them, Superboy. Um, he's got a big fan base, and people really like him. But he's not—he's basically a clone of Superman, so he—he's had a weird space. So uh, this could be good. I don't—it's uh, by Kenny Porter. Um, don't know much about him as a uh, writer. Uh, then we've got Ranger Academy by Maria Ingrande Mora. Uh, this is 
Power Rangers. Man, Power Rangers has just had a resurgence in the comics. People love it. My my good friend Dan Bauer, he is all about the Power Rangers. He's loved them as kids. And actually, the Green Ranger actually helped him propose to his wife, um, who passed along. So, um, yeah, the, the Power Rangers, though, it's 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 a different age group that loved it. So. I will leave that for your friend. Yes, yes he can enjoy yeah. it all the live long day. Yes. Uh, then we have Us by Sarah Solar. This is Dark Horse Comics in May. Uh, it's a graphic novel uh, translated from Spanish. Um, can love like the journey between Sarah and Diana survive that journey? So basically, it's, it's, it's a story, um, uh, LGBTQ love story. So, um, yeah. yeah. And again, cover looks amazing. I am 100% here. Yeah, cool. Pink on white with a blue background. Very simple color scheme. Very, very powerful. Uh, then summer comics, we've only got two. Uh, we've got Fall of X. Uh, this is essentially leading, hopefully, to the end of the Krakoa storyline <laughs> and creating a new type of um, status quo. Because this storyline is kind of really drove a lot of fans away. It has some cool concepts, but essentially you've got Morma Taggart now is turncoat against the mutants, taking oh, on boy. them to take down Krakoa. Um, I don't know. Hopefully it's it's good. Uh, it's just it's just a lot for a lot of people to absorb with the, the X-Men. Uh, we want them to do new things, but for me, it kind of pushed me away. Um, and then the Summer of Symbiotes, Charlie. Um, Ooh, I guess they're time. all that's going on time. a vacation. Well, yay. Sun's out, <laughs> tongue's out. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, uh, big events kind of scare me, but I, I know that I'll end up touching some of the spinoffs and, or some probably some of the tie-ins if they're going to be in the Spider-Man comics. So I will, I will end up having to read it eventually by de facto <laughs> very cool well if you've got the comiXology app you've got dc uh, unlimited and then you've got marvel you'll be able to get a lot of these stories for free with your subscription so if you don't want to check them out right away you can get them when they're cheaper um but with that we move on to tv so we'll go through this pretty quickly in january we've got the bad batch Ooh, that's katie yes so this is a <laughs> so we're doing folks it's a watch watch it or skip it watch it watch it skip it uh, Anne Rice's Mayfair Witches. This is coming on AMC. Watch um, it. I'm intrigued. Skip it. I may watch it. Uh, the Last of Us season one. Watch, watch it. it. Skip it. Uh, Lockwood and Company. This is a ghost hunting type of show uh, on Netflix. I Skip. might watch it. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, oh, third, uh, a third option. Yeah. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe uh, it goes into your 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 watch list or whatever for later. Yeah, um, yes, yeah. Uh, Velma. This is the animated series with Mindy Kaling on coming to HBO Max. I will watch it. Watch it. Watch it. All right, February. Marvel's Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. This is animated. Watch. I'm gonna devour that thing. I'll oh, watch crunch. it. Yeah, like a di- like a, like the Devil Dinosaur. Like like a dinosaur. Mar, 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 mar. <laughs> if I'm right, this might be Marvel's first real animated Marvel series, except for what if on the, in the MCU. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Star Trek card season three. Duh. Uh, I'm going to have to watch it. No choice. I will watch it with reservations. <laughs> Such reservations. Absolutely. Uh, Carnival row. This series is coming back after like it launched. It's on Amazon prime. It was basically, um, fairies in like living with real humans, magic people. Uh, eh. I didn't watch much of the first season, so I'll probably skip it. Uh, Superman Lois season three. I will probably skip it. Oh, watch. Yeah, Yeah, we liked it. Uh, The Flash season nine. I will skip it. Skip it. Uh, Harley Quinn, a very problematic romantic Valentine's Day special. 
I say, is that part of the HBO? Yeah, yes. yeah, it is. Yeah, we talked about, we talk about it. It's a one shot. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll eventually watch it because I'm still on season one. I'm like, I just got to make I, the time to watch it. I found yeah. out I turned it back on. I had one episode left, so now I'm caught up. Oh, very good, Charlie. There we go. Uh, then uh, March, uh, Mandalorian season three. Duh. Come on now. Yes. <laughs> what, Katie? Yes. Okay, I think some miss. I'm like, is that a new one? Uh, watch it. Yes. Uh, and then <laughs> Gotham Mandalorian. Then Gotham Knights season one, which might be the last CWDC show. <laughs> this is a skip. I looked at the trailer. It looked like yep. hot garbage. Oh, really? Okay, I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Uh, so then we got a lot. We got a couple things that are, don't have release dates, but um, we figured there uh, that should be coming out this year. Agatha, Cover mm-hmm. of Chaos. Yep. Watch it. Watch it. Uh, Ahsoka. Yep. Watch it. Watch it for me. Yep. Uh, Echo. Yep. Definitely watch it. Watch it. But once again, a character, I don't know if she needs a whole season, but I'll watch it. Right. Yeah. Um, Ironheart. I'll watch it. Yeah, yes. Of course. Watch it. Uh, Loki season two. Totally. Watch it. Watch it. Yep. Secret Invasion. Big time watch it. Watch it. Yeah. This is my most anticipated MCU thing. Definitely Secret Invasion. Uh, Umbrella Academy season four. Uh, Skip it. Yeah, I didn't oh, care for it. I am watching it. Season two is fantastic. One of the best shows. I'm on it. Uh, Discovery season five. Clearly. Yes. Watch it. Yes. Watch it myself. <laughs> yep. Very excited to see where they go. Uh, Stranger World season two. Give me, give me, give me. Watch it. Yep. Watch it. Yes. Definitely. X-Men 97, a pseudo Ooh, sequel to it. the animated. Yeah. I will be watching yes. it. Bring it on. I hope they keep the big hair. I just want all of them <laughs> to have a massive like 80s. Drawing. Well, now right. it's 97. What were people doing? <laughs> right. the nice, this like the Friends, the Jennifer Aniston haircuts. Everybody's going uh, like that. Every, long, scraggly, long, scraggly hair, <laughs> like college hair. So Yeah, big, uh, yeah, awesome. Uh, Harley Quinn season four. Yeah. Watch, Watch it, anyway. yes. And then we've got the um, boys spinoff, Gen V. <laughs> yes, with the puppets. I'll be watching. Skip it. Aw. <laughs> Aw. Okay. Okay. That's what we know about 2023. There'll be more stuff coming. So stay tuned. Uh, movies. January gets off with Megan. M3 Gan. <laughs> yes. M3 Gan. Yes. Oh, man. Yes. Yeah, I'm all for this one. I've been to the trailers because it just looks absolutely ghastly. So bad in a good way. Fun, so creepy good, looking. Yeah. So creepy looking. But yeah, I'll, I'll probably watch it. Uh, fair, I'll skip it. Oh, <laughs> good, good decision. You're smarter than us, Katie. Um, oh, no. February, get to knock at the cab. And this is M. Night Shemlon's new movie. Apparently, a new trailer just dropped for that. I will watch. I will. I, I will skip. Didn't love the old The Beach That Makes You Get Old. But, you know, anyway, we see his stuff. Uh, Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. Yeah. I will watch it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's required at this point that you watch it. It is. You're all locked in. I'll lose my, I'll lose my podcasting license. I right know. Yeah. <laughs> There's certain it. things you have to watch regardless of if you really want to. Um, then Cocaine Bear. Is this going to oh. be the new Snakes on the Plane? I hope so. <laughs> I will watch it just based off of the title. I don't even know what it is. Oh, we talked about it on the show, Katie. You're not listening. There's to the a tra- show. after I'm after this. I need to catch up. Watch yes, the please. trailer after this episode, Katie. Yes, is all please saying. do. Okay. Yes. yes, indeed. Um, yeah, I'll watch it. Uh, March, we get Scream 6. Definitely watching it. For sure. Probably skip it. Uh, then we have Shazam Fury of the Gods. I will be watching this. Totally. I will skip it. <gasps> oh, boy. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, 65. Why is this in the wrong order? That should have oh, been know. like moved up, I think. Uh, maybe yeah, I'm I think wrong. that's in January. I thought it was in January, too. Yeah. Yeah, it so, comes yeah. out in like a week. Anyway, yes, we already know that we'll all watch it. Um, then we have John Wick Chapter 4. 
I will watch it, but I have to watch chapter three first, which is I will be doing. Don't care for it. Thumbs down. Yeah, I'm going to skip it. Uh, Then we have Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, March 31st in theaters. I think it looks like dumb fun, so I watch it. Yes, patented tad action dumb dumb fun. I'm in. Uh, Then we get to April. The Super Mario Brothers movie, April 7th. I am watching it. Probably so. Yeah, I might wait for streaming. Uh, I, I am. I'm also relatively iffy. Um. All right, Renfield. This is the Nick Cage vampire movie. Oh, I think I just saw a thing for this. Yeah, I, I, I dig it. I like him. Sure. It's got Nicholas Holt and a few other stars in it too. So why not? Come for Nick Cage. Why not? Right. Um. Evil Dead Rise. This is essentially the sequel to the last Evil Dead movie by Fetty Alvarez. I never saw it because it mm. looked really too like humorless versus right. that series. Like they have some humor, so I'll probably skip it. Yeah, same. Yeah, I'm gonna skip. Um, Guardians Galaxy Volume Three, May fifth. This is the beginning of our summer movie wager time period. Yeah, Katie, I if hear you're yeah. Katie, if you're interested in playing, I think we're gonna do one with the SFU Brain Trust this year. We'll have a competition there. I think it'll be the the right time to do it. Right. But obviously, uh, we're all, yes. but obviously we're all seeing it. Absolutely. Yes. Then we got Fast X, your seatbelt. Fast 10, Fast, your seat Fast belt. 10, your seatbelts. You Fast got it. Fast X. <laughs> I mean, these movies are shit, but we'll see them. I'm going to skip it. I'm not going <laughs> to spend money on that. I am not <laughs> going to break my chain of never seeing one of these damn movies. Uh, so I've never seen one. I will probably skip this one as well. Um, the Little Mermaid, May 26th. I... Yes. Don't nah. like weird blending of like CGI fish creatures. They're going to be singing. It's going to be weird. I don't think yeah. this works at all. Like in a live action, that type of format, if they're not singing and they play it straight, probably more sense. I just don't want to see a crab with lips singing under the sea with a little <laughs> That just doesn't work for me. All right. All right. You're, you're, ra- you're rambling now extra. Okay. Keep it well, moving. Keep it moving. Everybody wants to hear my fish take. <laughs> hot, uh, hot, hot fish take. Uh, Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. Yes. yes, absolutely. Uh-huh. Definitely watching it. Uh, Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. I will see this yes. because I love Beast Wars, uh, and this yes. is and Michael Bay has nothing to do with this. Thank God. Oh well, that's the reason yes. enough. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, then Elemental. Man, I hope Pixar gets a win again. But this is essentially a flame loves a water do. They're basically a world of elementals. So uh, okay. I will watch it. Sure, why not? Yes, I will watch uh, it. Wow. Then we got Flash, June oh, 23rd. I'll believe, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, I'm, I have to see yeah. this train wreck because I got to see what this thing it. is. I have to see the Flash. I'm going to give them money for that. Mm. I will watch it later, maybe when I am very drunk so I can yell at the kids. <laughs> you can do that in the theater. Nobody's really going to stop you. They have they have, they have booths <laughs> at Celebration Cinema. Uh <laughs> uh, then Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, June 30th. Yes, I'm all for it. That, I, I don't want to call the movie the summer because I tend to absolutely jinx, jinx things, so I'm not going to do that. Katie? I'm going to skip it, probably. Uh, <gasps> that's, that's a streaming movie for me. Oh, man! Oh, well. Yep. I love my classic indies, but they haven't really done a great job he's old. with the newer stuff. He's old now. Mm. I'll give oh, him well. a chance. No, I, I, I'm excited for it, too. It looks like they got the tone right this time. No mutt. Uh, no so mutt. Uh, it's a watch. Um, in, Insidious, Fear the Dark, July 6th. I've never seen Insidious movie, so I don't know. 
We, we've seen them all. I'm sure we'll go see it. I'll have Aaron watch it Wait, first. is Insidious... Wait, so I'm dumb. Is Insidious the series with um, Patrick Wilson and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure is. Yeah, oh, the Warrens. I did see the first one. I really liked yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, there so you I'll, go. I'll, I may watch it. Um, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Longest title ever. Skip it. I hate these movies, but April loves them, so I'm stuck. <laughs> I really like them, but I haven't seen them all. I didn't see the last one with Henry Cavill, so I, have to need, I need to watch that one. I guess. So, so I may watch it. Um, Oppenheimer. Uh, man, this is going to be a crazy film. Apparently, that movie is going to be the bomb. They made a real explosion. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, we'll see it. It's, a, it's an event film. I, I'm in. I'll probably skip it. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll see it. Yeah. Um, Barbie. Uh, I will watch the, this. Watch the it. The trailer looks fantastic. Yes. I'm all over it. Yep. I'm expecting a, a Brady Bunch type movie where it's just yeah. tongue in cheek, goofy fun. Right. Or Lego. Exactly. Oh, or, yeah. or Lego I think it's movie. It's be absolutely right. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we have the Marvels. This movie is low key. We haven't got, maybe we'll get a trailer at the Super Bowl, but we haven't seen anything in this. Uh, July yeah. 27th. Uh, it'll be. I'm super excited. Of course, yes. yeah, I'm all for it. It's. I mean, it's. It's required. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Maybe multiple times. It's going to yeah. be interesting how they pull this thing off with Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, and uh, yeah, I'll be. I'm be curious. But yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, it's going to be crazy. Um, mm-hmm. Then we've got Haunted Mansion, August 10th. Eh. I know no. nothing about this movie. The Eddie Murphy one was absolutely horrible. So I hope this is a good <laughs> one because I love the ride. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I have to know more before I can give a decision. Yeah, we, there's a lot of these things we haven't seen trailers for, which is just kind of right. scary that it's, these aren't that far away. Uh, then we have Blue Beetle, um, August 17th. Um, I am a big fan of the character, and I hope this is Same. not including any of the crappy stuff going around in the DCU. This is just a fun Right. Kid Finds Powers movie. I mean, we go see them, but this yeah, if it's uh, there's no buzz for me, so I don't know. I will watch it if it does stay true to some of the source material, but if it's, I don't have, I don't have faith in them to be able to handle him well. So I might, I might just skip it. Yeah. We need a trailer. We need to get a feel for the tone. So I, 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 I I, I hopefully will be seeing that um, if it's good, then we've got, you know what? We all wanted a sequel to it. The nun. Oh my God. (laughs) We'll see it, but it will, it it is of no interest. (laughs) That's the best way to describe it. Yes, that's a skip it. Uh, the, the Expendables four. Oh my god! What? I didn't realize they were absolutely that there not were that many. He's still they alive. Can, <laughs> I know they keep making them. <laughs> Slice alone. He's got a show. He's got a Tyler Sheridan show. Yeah, I'll skip. I've not yes, seen yeah. one of them, so I'll probably be skipping it. Uh, then we get to Craven the Hunter, October fifth. Yeah, oh, sure. After Morbius, yeah. I mean, I have to see it, but yeah, yikes. The, the, I really the, like the, Aaron. The, uh, oh wait, this is Sony. Isn't it's a, it? it's, Never a, mind. it's, I don't it's the Spunko, the Spider Man. I really like Marvel. Aaron Taylor Johnson, though. I, I really yeah. like him. So if he can uh, do like an awesome, really bad Russian accent, that'll be awesome. <laughs> you know, they're going to change it around. He'll be Scottish. Don't jinx it. Oh sure, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I will probably see it. Those are dumb fun. Yeah, usually right. dumb, just dumb. Usually, but yeah, super dumb. Um, then we're getting The Exorcist. Why would they reboot The Exorcist? Super pass. Yeah, super pass. Oh boy, uh, that's a skip. Not that I'm their target audience. So yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. Saw ten. No, no. Absolutely not. Uh-uh. At home, maybe. 
Oh man, those Saw movies. Oh boy. Uh, That's a skip for me. Um, Then we have The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, November 17th. That's your longest title right there, my God. Okay. That's more words than Mission Impossible. That's a huge skip for me. I don't want prequels that are 25 years in the past. Yeah, I don't care because, yeah, it's like, what did Snow have for breakfast on the day he decided to kill his mother or whatever? I just, yeah, no way. I bet he's a really nice guy. (laughs) Yes, he was, but let's find out why now he's not. His girlfriend broke yes. up with him. And then oh, yeah, he's a broken heart. Let's, let's make an empathetic villain. Yes, yes please. Mm. Yeah. No. <laughs> he, read, he read bad comments on Twitter, and that's what happened. Oh, yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Social media rage made him a yeah. villain. Uh, then we have Dune Part 2. Yes, please. Yes, absolutely. And everybody loves it. I know I'll say it. I have to watch the first one again. Sorry. Oh, my God. It's just a beautiful that's movie okay. to see. Oh, my God. That's a movie it to is. see in theaters right there. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Wonka, December 15th. Um, there's been nothing about this movie except for Timmy C is in this. Oh, he's, he's a handsome young man. Chalamet. No, I, 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 don't, I don't feel the fire. Maybe. Willy Wonka origin story. I mean, I think Chalamet could play off a amazing Wonka. Wonka Wonka. But yeah, I think at this point, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I stream it. That's streaming for me. Todd, like you didn't you didn't slide in here that I think on Christmas Day is Avatar two. I think no, is that not no, in your that's thing? not this year. That's uh, or oh, no, that, no, they're they're it's not coming next year. Oh, they spaced out two. They're years spaced apart. out. Yeah, they're spaced. So out. We'll get the last one we're in, when because originally in it was supposed to be there was going to be a Star Wars movie. Than an Avatar movie, and obviously that has gone awry. So I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then the last movie is Aquaman: The Lost Kingdom, December twenty fifth. I enjoyed the first yeah. one. It was a dumb adventure movie. Um, it did very well. So um, I like Jason Momoa. So I'll probably see it. I like Jason Momoa. It's just it's very predictable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let, it was let, let, like Avatar. Except, well, the you know. question is, will Amber Heard be in this? <laughs> oh, I don't have a question of that. <laughs> Yes, no, I, I think she, I think she's been officially. Oh, has she? Okay. Yeah, I, th- I think I think, I, I so, think yeah. her train has sailed without a doubt. <clears throat> oh, look, she had a twin that looks nothing at all like her. Another queen, Marona. It's, it's member <laughs> nerd. Stark <laughs> in the movie. Uh, yeah. So there you go, folks. You got. We went through this list pretty quick, but um, it, you know, looking at this movie list. It's put in 2022 to kind of shame, to be honest, because there's a lot more movies over the summer versus last year. It felt like there was a lot of droughts and dips. So right, and and stuff that didn't do good. It was all just the, it was the summer of Top Gun, you know. So well, I think we're seeing the kind of the um, revival after the COVID. Right. Because so much stuff stopped, and you know we're two years, right. You know, two and year now we're three years yeah. past that. So yeah. stuff that was able to start production in 2020 is now going to be able to come to. Um, come to the screen. Bingo. I think I think you nailed it. Very, very good. Well, that is it for the show, folks. I hope everybody has a great 2023. It's going to oh. be an awesome year. We're very excited for it. Uh, but with that, Katie, tell people where they can find you. Um, you can find me on Twitter at QTGeek. That's Q underscore T Geek. And I'm on Counter Social under K Quinn. Rock on. Todd, what about you? At T Oxtra. Um, also on Hive at Todd of War. And um, yeah, go to secretfriendsunite.com, follow us on at secretfriendsu, and join our Discord. We're having a lot of fun over there. Yes, indeedly do. You can, of course, find me over on Twitter at the C3. Spell it out. My lovely wife in April and I run the USS Grand Petoskey. That is the West Michigan chapter of the International 
Star Trek fan club, of which Katie is one of our members. Todd, we should I should I should spend five dollars of my own money and get you involved in the club against your will. I think that's a great idea. All right, new project for twenty twenty three. Anyway, you can find us on the website of that same name. Uh, and welcome to twenty twenty three, everybody. We have got so much in store for you with Secret Friends Unite. You're going to find out about that very quickly, including a great celebrity interview that we're going to drop here uh, this week uh, in order to support the wonderful individual who did it with us. Um, so yeah, that's it. Friends, as always, thank you for joining us. I'm going to tell you that sharing is caring and keep on trucking. And wherever you go, go boldly. Be the hero, not the villain. In a truck. Insert catchphrase to put on a t-shirt. This podcast is part of the Secret Friends Unite podcasting network. Visit secretfriendsunite.com for more great shows, articles, news, reviews, and more. Secret Friends Unite podcasts are available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and other podcast services around the world. If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can join us on Facebook or our new Discord server, or follow at Secret Friends U on Twitter. Please subscribe to Secret Friends Unite on YouTube and visit our merch store at tpublic.com. Just search Secret Friends Unite. Thanks for listening.